hello and welcome back to my channel my name is Laurencia Udife and this is Bounce with Laurencia how are you all doing I hope you're doing great now for today's episode I want to talk about the story of the founder of face of beauty Nigeria now the story is I think we have a lot to learn from this story now let me just go back this lady according to her she founded face of beauty Nigeria in 2017 you know after graduation she started this online beauty pageant platform and it became big because it was the first of its kind according to her in nigeria so she started making money out of it 2018 she married her school boyfriend her university boyfriend according to her she thought it was love everything was going on fine they got married started having kids and then she said according to her last year he messaged her that um, the marriage is over she was thinking okay what happened and then that was it like he literally according to her went to work and messaged her that he's no longer <laughs> he's no longer interested in in the marriage so she said since last year she's been struggling to feed she has two children um under the age of three one is about two and a half years old and the other one is one and a half years old she literally have them back to back so she's online begging for support she said she has sold her land she has sold her car she has sold all her properties and then she is now homeless so you don't have money leave your husband has left you won't you leave what are you still doing here my name is Patience. I go by Pacha, but my name is Patience, and I am a mom. I have two kids. I am the founder of the brand Face of Beauty Nigeria, and I used to do well. I founded the brand in 2017, and I was the first online pageant brand in Nigeria. So I got married 2018 to a guy I met in school. We met in school, we're in the same department, the same course. So you would just assume that a relationship like that was genuine. We're doing okay, we're doing well. I was the provider, I was providing everything. We're living in Benin, and from Benin was where I did my business. Notice it like, ah, okay. I said, okay, ah, let's come to Lagos. This Lagos we've been saying since then. Let's come to Lagos. I said, but right now I'm broke now because I just bought a car. You can sell it, ah, it's you now, is ah, is business going to go well? That was how foolishly I sold my car that I just got. Because he didn't want me to have that car. So my, this man would treat me like, I, I, was live, I was not living like a house help in a house that I'm providing. I was living like a house help, like I'll be in one corner, I'll be on the bed, I'll be crying. Like this guy would would say horrible things, things that he has never said before. He would say horrible things to me. He would break me down, break me. I was still trying to be strong. December last year was when I finally stopped bringing income. I had a land in Benin because, of course, I said I, I lived in Benin. I had a land in Benin. I was already building on it as well. Let me just find a way to sell it and clear my girls that I'm owing online and clear some debts that are on the floor. But unfortunately, when I reached out to sell it, the money did not come in bulk. And guess who bought it? 
his auntie. Everything that worked right, like everything was just taken away from me. Systematically, everything. Then he now told me, hey, you know he has been telling me that if he gets some money, there's, there's one thing he wants to go and learn and he needs to pay some money to learn the thing and it's a million. That once he learned the thing now, I should not worry. It's almost, this is almost like an investment. Let him just go and learn the thing. When he left February 18th, three days after, let's just say, shy of like a week, he texted me through text message. A marriage. I have two children for this guy. That he's not coming back. That the marriage has been over since 2019. And I'm quoting verbatim. That it's over since 2019. My daughter was just a year and two months when he left. My son was two years and five months. I had them back to back. So the stress is so much. And I would message him, beg him, like, what, like, what happened? Like, okay, you had all this in your mind and you could not tell me to my face. You had to wait. This is cowardly. You had to wait to travel and then text me. Okay, where do you want me to go now? How do you want me to start from? I'm not working currently. I have no, no income coming in. I'm left with these two children. I thought my world had crumbled when he sent the message. The message was just the beginning of how my world started to crumble. Like, I would, I would message him, tell him no food, nothing, nothing. Sometimes this guy will send 2,000 naira. Yeah. From Face of Beauty Nigeria, that I was earning millions to 2,000 for two children plus myself. Many times, like that two days, I would go two days straight and I wouldn't eat. <laughs> I won't eat because of course if you send me 2,000 sometimes you send 5,000 the first thing I'm thinking is diaper wipe children's food I can't buy adult food for me and with the state of the country how much adult food would I buy I won't eat like I will go a whole day and then the next day then if I want to eat like in the evening there are times this same person that the messages he started to say many things he was saying to me if I wasn't the most strong small I swear I would have knocked on the road sometimes I would be so hungry I would just message him somebody has said I would not message please I'm hungry then he would send me <laughs> 2,000 sometimes 5,000 my son was lying down on this chair this um, this thing fell on him now, after she released this video, a lot of people started donating for her. She also made a live video where she told people this is her because according to her, she's been on people's DM for months now begging for help. So a lot of notable bloggers posted because she, she listed a lot of people's name like Tundead Nod, Gislova, Instablog. She literally was running around asking for help. So people started donating to her because she put her account number and then started calling the her husband or her ex-husband a deadbeat dad a this and a that so that happened and the man made a statement he released kind of a short statement saying that yes the marriage is over yes it did not work out which the both of them know why it did not work out but he has always been responsible for his kids. He take care of the kids and that he will not come out and start defending himself or start posting receipts. That he has loads of receipts, but he's not going to do that for the sake of the children. So people are now thinking, ah, hey, so madam, if you're saying that this man is not taking care of his children, what is going on? Before you could say, Jack, 
Instablog Niger released um, videos of her talking about, you know, if a man doesn't provide, if a man doesn't do this, how can you be respecting a man that doesn't... Like, <laughs> there are so many other audios that was released where she was talking to her ex-husband. I think somebody released this online where she was literally accusing the man of not giving her enough money for food according to her he provides everything for the kids like when they were going to school he made sure he paid for everything because in her video she was saying that he only gave her two thousand naira or five thousand naira for for food so making it look as if the guy is very insensitive anyway let me just play that audio for you to listen to what she has to say about him providing for his children which according to her is not sufficient now watch this money as a small small money peter do you know recently i chatted you and said do you know you've never sent 50k for the children's food but you used to send such money when you want to buy something for the children example we wanted to buy back to school things before september you sent more than how much for their backpack everything you sent it which i've also told anybody who cares to listen if the children are sick and i and i message you you send more than uh, well, last time I was sick, she be sent more than 60k, if no more. Scott, the same thing. But I noticed that when it comes to food, you told me now that they tell you, I get a chat with you. tell me, say, they tell you, say, money, they send me for food too much. Because your people don't tell you how they tell you, load your belly with a bar. You are not telling me that I should be loading my children with a bar. That, my, that I do my children at J, where they are never rich. I told you, Peter, this, this is a case. Scott, stop that. Stop it, please. If this is a case of. You met a broke girl, then she wants to use you to be shining. Oh, that's different. A massive man you can complain like, oh, I'm never rich you. No put man for man, no rich you. You met a rich girl. She beat as well, you telling her some things. You met a girl that had been buying car before she came to Uniben. Okay? You met a girl that, as at the time she came to Uniben, she has bought her second car already. Okay? That's the girl you met. You met a girl that can lose her MacBook today and buy it tomorrow. Is that not the girl you met, yes or no? She can lose her iPhone today and buy it tomorrow. The next day, it's just to transfer. Is that the girl, not the girl you met? Mm -hmm. Good. So, there's already a standard I have. So, it was unfair to me. It's unfair to me for someone to say, eh, I know that she's not going to be disrespectful, she's not going home, but I'm not feeling humble for that kind of thing because I already created a standard for myself. I have the money. See, Peter, don't try me, oh. No, I, I say, I did vex, so, and you know me, I'm an extreme person. I'm extremely kind. I'm extremely stubborn if I want to be. The only thing you can ever say about me, and you will be correct, you will not lie, is that I have insulted your life and insulted your mother, and I did. You can say I have insulted you, and I did. There's nothing else you want to say. Now, after clearly listening to her talking about him taking care of the kids, and then watching the first video where she said he doesn't do anything for the children, he only brings 5,000 or 2,000 for feeding, you now start asking questions like okay do people actually plan for marriage i don't think people consider finances you know when they talk about oh you need to check if you are in love or if you're compatible people don't check financial compatibility i think what happened here was just they were not financially compatible because if you look at what she's saying she came from as in she has been this person but is that actually sustainable people don't understand that online money is not sustainable especially let's say you start doing something and then other people start doing the same thing you're doing only pushing it way further 
Okay, she started this brand. She was making money out of it, but then she got married, started having kids. I am sure that she slowed down in whatever she was doing at that point. She could do, I mean, you can't carry pregnancy and you're running around trying to arrange because it involves a lot of arrangements, a lot of coordination to uh, to to organize an online pageant and i believe that she she was running it all by herself yes she was making money but i don't think she thought about expanding in a bigger sense because obviously she was at her peak when she got married and then started having children so i think she got into marriage according to what she's saying she bought a car uh, she was building a house and then she woke up one day and decided okay Lagos is where it is happening. Now, she did not mention the fact that her husband was not... Because I strongly believe that the husband was not in support of that move because they were in Benin and then they moved to Lagos. So, if they were in Benin, I don't think the situation would be that bad because you're moving to Lagos. You're not even considering cost of living. Like, just cost... You, you can even buy pure water to cook, pure water to... So there are so many hidden costs that you don't know until you get to um, Lagos. It's just like traveling abroad. You think, ah, ah, I'll be earning this amount of money. Ah, I'll be able to pay my, pay my bills, save money. Nobody's even thinking about... Because in Nigeria, you don't think about bills. That does not come at the back of your mind. Especially, let's say, in this situation, she living in Benin. There, there are so many things you can get away from. Not paying your light bill, not paying water bill. There are so many, like transportation, you can literally walk from one place to the other. But going to Lagos, it's a different ball game. And I think it drained them financially. And because she was having baby back to back, she couldn't continue with what she was doing to earn money. And then everything was on the husband's shoulder and then again i think she did not manage the reality of the situation well let's say okay you're not making money because according to her she couldn't do it because of so many challenges that she was facing from her family and her mom she talked about her mom's health challenges to the challenges at home plus having two small small children like that can drive anybody crazy Plus, now moving from your support system to a different state, there is a whole lot here. And if you don't manage that carefully, it's going to break anybody down. So I think before people get married, make sure you talk about where you're going to base. People should agree on that before even getting married. Let's say, okay, you're going to be, uh, we are all in Benin now, we're working in Benin. But because of my job, I have a plan to move to Lagos. Are you willing to move with me? Do you have any plans to move with me? How are we going to manage our finances at that point? Because people, you know, single people, you're single, you're, you can take care of yourself. You can go a day without eating because you're thinking, even if you're broke, you can just go to a friend's place and eat something. I see people say, oh, marriages break up because they fall out of love, um, incompatibility, this, this, that. Most 90% of the time is about finances. It's about finances. And you see a lot of people, they don't talk about finances before marriage because it's like, okay, this person is making this amount of money. I am making this amount of money. When we bring it together, we, will, we are going to be fine. But you don't know what the other person's financial plan is. 
You don't even know if they're in debt. You don't know. Maybe they have this. <laughs> you have no idea until you sit down and have a conversation with that person. It's not about, oh, the person is earning six figures. We are going to be fine. No. What is that person doing, doing with that money? Are they doing living baby girl life on Instagram? Are they, what, what is it? Are they trying to save money to buy cars or just without even planning? Kids, marriage is a huge responsibility financially that you're not, because you've not been there, you're not prepared for it. But having conversation about these things, I think is going to go a very long way to save marriages. I wish her all the best and I pray for her healing and also for her to get back to her feet. But the lesson here is that before you get married, sit down with your significant order and talk about finances. How are you going to bring up the kids? Where are you going to live? Even where are you going to retire? <laughs> I know I'm banging on this retirement stuff, but that is something that needs to be talked about because if you guys align, have different alignments at the, you know, high level, it, it will not be easier for you to break it down into smaller you know, items and then take care of. But when somebody is in the East and you're in the West in terms of what you want, how do you come together? There is going to be friction. A lot of people say, oh, compromise, compromise. You cannot compromise. Like before you get this point, before you get to that level of compromise, there is going to be so much resentment that that marriage or that relationship may not even survive that. So do yourself a favor. Sit down, talk about it. Talk about how many children you're going to have. Talk about how you're going to cater for those kids. Talk about money. Talk about financial literacy. Talk about how you want to spend your finances. A lot of people, the argument is 30, 70, 30, 50, 50, 40, 60. I say 100%. Bring your 100%. I bring my 100%. And then we'll sit down and look at how we're going to... now. You 100, 100, we have 200. Then we can plan with that 200 that we have. Together, even if I'm earning 1,000 Naira, I will bring 100% of my 1,000 Naira. You, you're earning 200 Naira. You bring 100% of your 200 Naira. Then that way, there is transparency. There is everybody, we're now planning based on 1,200. Obviously, you're going to have, everybody's going to have what they are going to spend on miscellaneous in the, on individual level, but that is very clear. Having that understanding as a couple, you can build together, you can, you can do a lot of things. This is wealth creation. This is wealth building. This is generation. This is how they build generational wealth. It's not about 30, 70, 60, 40. 50-50 or somebody carrying the whole responsibility. That is not the way forward. Let us sit down and talk about finances. It is very important. He gets why. Anyway, thank you very much for watching today's episode. Please like, like, like and share. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.